In the beginning was the world. See, you think uh, religion is for suckers and easy marks and mollycoddles, huh? He's just a You think Jesus is some kind of a sissy, eh? Jesus had guts. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Norman Miller. Now, Norman's uh, an Indigenous pastor in Cairns, and uh, he's uh, a musician, an artist, he's run for Parliament, uh, he's a part of the uh, National Day of Prayer team on the 24th of the 7th uh, at Parliament House in Canberra. There's a National Day of Prayer, he's part of the team, and he's also running a conference with his uh, beautiful wife uh, leading up to the uh, the Day of Prayer, and uh, it's real uh, a real honour to have you on the radio, mate. Uh, Norman, tell us a little bit about uh, your family upbringing, you were born in the uh, Atherton Tablelands. What was it like being raised up there? What was your family life like? Matt, yeah, formerly from the Atherton Tablelands, I was born in Atherton, and uh, I did my schooling there from grade one, and then after that moved down to Innisfail. But I come up, you know, my family has always been very, very strong Christian uh, Christians. My mother comes from a very, very big family. Can you imagine that? Seven brothers and eight sisters. Oh, that's and, a big uh, family. So it's a fairly big family that they come from, and they all know the Lord. My grandmother was always very, very strong, as well as my mother. And uh, she taught us from the time I was born and where I went to Sunday school. We had a church up there at Atherton, Wandekla, actually, a, a place just outside of Atherton, probably about 15 kilometres. A different climate to where I am there now, Matt, in, in Cairns, where that that surroundings and, and the beautiful surroundings of the Atherton Tablelands was, was very, very um, different weather, cool weather, and you could sit around campfires, and that's what we would le- used to love doing after uh, the church service, Sunday school, and, and going home and sitting around campfires and, and uh, yeah, having uh, good uh, yarns. And then we moved down to Innisfail and lived in Innisfail for about 11 years. And once again, a, my mother... Uh, with also my my grandmother, who's very very strong in the Lord, still ninety years, ninety two actually, and uh, you know, she's been uh, strongly and and still serving the Lord. And I rem- I was reminded of Anna, the prophetess, when she was in the house of the Lord for eighty four years. And uh, so the family, my mum's going very very strong, and I come from a very very close family, which is very important. Um, Matt and saying that I had a, a strong, uh, my father and I were very, very close. My family is very, very close. I lost my dad in 2007 and uh, dad was uh, a very strong Christian himself and uh, he taught us, uh, there's six of us in the family including myself, I have another brother, I have four sisters, they're all with the Lord and it's been through prayer of my mum that's so on. It's just like train a child in the way they should go and when they're old they will not depart from it. So my mother's strong influence upon my life. It was like little Samuel, boy Samuel, when the word of the Lord um, was, was given to Samuel. You know, he, none of the, the words fell to the ground. And you could say the same thing when my mum planted the seed so deep and my father planted the seed so deep within our hearts. The word of God, we're still living that. And it's a blessing to have a family church in the natural and also to have uh, a big family of God people that's from you know, families that, that come and, and join with us and, and worship and pray to the Lord together. Good on you, mate. So you were raised in a Christian family, you know, went to Sunday school and youth group and everything. Was there a time you strayed from your faith or, or were you uh, always strong with the Lord through your teenage years? 
Oh, there there was a time from Innisfar we came to Cairns, and there was a time that I that I did stray from the Lord and and went off a different track there. But it was uh, through the prayer and through the strong connections that um, that uh, you know the Lord I know I knew that His hand was upon me. It's just like Ezekiel when the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel, and I knew that the Lord was was breathing His life back into me, and uh, it was uh, enabled enabled me to to really. Um, find my my way in the Lord and walking with the Lord, and uh, I've become very very strong. We've always, you know, I've all I'm, I've made mistakes in my life, but there's a way that God has a plan. Good on you, mate. Now you pastor of a church up in Cairns, and uh, what's the uh, the ministry uh, called that you run up there? It's a parachurch ministry, Matt, and it's the Centre for International Reconciliation and Peace Incorporated. I know that's a big word, but it's like a parachurch ministry. And, and when the Lord's called us in the area's uh, ministry of reconciliation, I mean, He calls all us all to that ministry of reconciliation. Obviously, being an, importantly number first one, uh, first priority is to be reconciled to Him. And uh, so my wife and I, who's a white Australian, I'm black Australian, we're actually walking that reconciliation with the Lord first and with each other and as a family. And so it's important that when we see or we speak on reconciliation, it involves uh, reconciled with with God first, um, uh, husbands and wives and, and, and families. It's also you know, to reconciling nations back to the Lord there as well. We see it as Jew and Gentile. We see it as old and young. We see reconciliation as in as in black and white. We see reconciliation as within the church that the, where there are differences. We need to make sure that we're first reconciled to God and, and, and to each other, that we, we stand united, uh, that the Lord has, has called us uh, individually, corporately, and as a church. So we work, and even as, as Jew and Arabs, and that's important that when we go over to Israel, it's, it's, it's amazing that uh, uh, the, the Jew, Jews and Arabs are coming together, and that's just like the um, restoration of all things. Awesome, mate. Now, you're a part of this uh, team, and uh, you and I met uh, after we went to the Canberra uh, prayer breakfast, and then we were addressed by Senator Kevin Andrews, and we, we met in a room there where... He spoke, and a number of politicians spoke about the urgency uh, for the church to rise up and pray that the godly definition of marriage um, continues as a firm foundation in our society. Um, tell me why you're involved in this day of prayer, and why is it important that people pray on that day? I met with the with the concept, but it was it was the word of the Lord that came very very strong. This is actually. Uh, the, the conference that we've always had, and this will be actually our ninth conference that we've had. Uh, we've started this conference in Cairns, and then we had the conference at actually at the Opera House, which was in and also Uluru. So this will be the third time uh, that this conference will be convened, uh, starting from the 21st and up to obviously with the day of prayer on the 24th. Now that 24th date is is, is so important because uh, when the the Lord gave me that word, it was based on the book of Psalms 24. But importantly, importantly, uh, Psalms 24-7, where it says to lift up, lift up your heads, O your gates, uh, be lifted up your ancient doors, that the King of Glory may come in. And that's why it's so important that we need the King of Glory on a 24-7 basis. And it's also the prophetic significance of holding the conferences on the 24th of July. We always will normally start it 
uh, on the 24th or finish on the 24th, which is that Sunday. And what we've, uh, we've really sensed uh, through prayer with the gathering, uh, Matt, that you was involved in in Canberra, that we sense to uh, give that day to the Christian church within the nation because the, there was many politicians that came through and uh, they, the, the Christian politicians that spoke, they were virtually saying, look, you know, what is the church going to do in, in a nutshell? What is the church going to do? We are at a crossroads in this nation. And so we really um, sensed that, that this day had to be a day, importantly, every day of our lives is, is walking very close with the Lord. But this day is, is so important that we need to see the, 20, uh, see the King of Glory come in our nation on a 24-7 basis. We, we see within our nation that there are many uh, Goliaths, you could just say, that, that are trying to um, shut up in, in a way of, of the Christian church. And we must be the voice. Just as John the Baptist was a preparer, I believe that the Lord has been preparing a people. He's been pre- even preparing a remnant of people that will listen and uh, hear his voice. And, you know, when the Lord comes back, we want to be a sheep nation. We want to be accounted as a sheep nation because when he comes back, he puts the sheep uh, on the right and the goats on the left. But we want to be a sheep nation, a people that's going to hear his voice. And so I think it's very important that uh, marriages, uh, as, as we see, there's many things there that's, that's happening now there on, on, on marriage issues without me going into a lot of the detail. But we know that the word of the Lord um, talks about he him being our husband and our, and our maker and when he had men and women in the garden he, it was Adam and Eve and you know it's important that we um, come back to the biblical values of what a marriage and that marriage is importantly to the Lord and that marriage is within husband and, and, and wife and it was always been the covenant promises and the mandates we know there are thought of the Lord so there are other things that we know that are affecting our nation and, uh, you know, the Lord needs to, I believe, I just a sense that the Lord needs to bring forth spiritual Davids. And, and for some of the women, they might think, oh, well, I, I call, I say Esther's and Deborah's come along there as well, because it's a very important time of seeking, seeking the heart of the Lord. Because many times David, he inquired of the, of, of the Lord. Many times he inquired, and he was, he, it, was, it was said that he was a man after God's own heart. So I know that the Lord is, has got men and women uh, in this nation, godly men and women, that will take up this challenge and uh, be found. Uh, I know that they can pray, and it's importantly that not many you know, people uh, can take the time to pray, but I'm really encouraging uh, many to, to really uh, fill Parliament House because we know that the government of Australia is on the shoulders of Jesus. And uh, that's important that when we, we really take hold of what Isaiah 9, 6, and 7, and it talks about God's righteousness also and of God's justice. But uh, it, was really, it was really hit us very strong that day, Matt, in that room, that the politicians, when they, just, when they came out and they spoke, and uh, when they mentioned that the, the nation was at crossroads, I believe that we need to be, that the Christians need to stand up and make a stand uh, in, in, in the righteousness of God and in his justice and really um, make a stand and be there. Many times Ezekiel, it talks about Ezekiel, 
looking for a man and woman. I know that there are many men and women within our nation, godly men and even youth. I'm calling forth the youth to make a stand and really just really press into the heart of the Lord and, and really um, see that God will turn what the enemy wanted for wrong, God's going to turn around for his good. And, you know, if people want to uh, register, the website to go to is www.nationaldayofprayer.com.au. Uh, that's uh, the website to go to uh, for the day of prayer on the 24th of the 7th. You can pray in Canberra on the day, or you can pray uh, in your church wherever you are around the nation. Um, there might be people listening that are thinking, you know what, this guy has got such a passion. You know, he's a black Australian, he's a he's a minister of the gospel, he's a musician, he's an artist, he's a creative man, um, uh, but he's got something that they want, you know. Uh, you, there might be people listening saying, you know, look, I really want to come back to God. I want to become a Christian. I want to make that commitment to come to Christ. Uh, would you speak to those listeners about how they would um, become a Christian in this moment? Yes, uh, you know, it's, it's important that uh, with the viewers that are listening, you, you know, there may be those that are driving in the car and uh, they may have um, backslidden or walked away. It's amazing because I had a phone call that uh, from, uh, from Telstra Ergon Energy and uh, one of the guys that got onto the phone, he was, he was a, a backsliding Christian actually from, from New Zealand. And I got to talking to him and I just said, look, you know, brother, it's, you know, many people have, have walked away from the Lord, but it's, it's time now, just like the prodigal son. Uh, and, and there are many prodigal sons and daughters there that are there that are listening. You may be drop, driving in the car there right now, but as I've been speaking, even through this time of the interview, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you. And just as... Ezekiel, where the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel, and the breath of God began to just breathe upon the, the breath and the bones. And maybe you, you are in pain, and you've blamed God for all those things, uh, the, even things that have been happening. It may be a family issue. It may be a personal issue that you have, you have in your life right now. You know, God is there. God's hand is always there. He's a God that never leaves us nor forsakes us and his eyes is upon you and sometimes we may think that you know even even uh, Jonah he, he, when God spoke to him many times and he tried to run here and he tried to run there but you know God knows your life and he has a plan for your life he has a call for your life and you may be that one that's been uh, very disappointed but God's got an appointment for you today and that day is today today is the day of salvation and let me just say this, when God takes hold of your life, when his hand is upon your life, he can, he can bring you through. He can bring you through. He's a, he's a God that changes. And right now, you may be there even listening uh, on the bed. You may be sick, but I tell you that there's a God that can heal. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And when he pours his love out, he pours his love, and uh, he demonstrated that perfect love for you. So while you were there, you were listening. I pray that your eyes are going to be going to see and your ears will hear and your heart will be opened up to the King of Glory, that you will walk once again there with him. You will walk because there's, you know, our rewards are in heaven and God's got so much there for you to do on this earth. He's got a calling on your life. Just as he's called many, he's called those and he says, come follow me and I will make you fishes of men. And in the story that relates to the parable of the uh, prodigal son, that young man, he went from his father's house 
and he went into all other things that that he got into uh you know he, he wanted to uh do this and he wanted to do that he went back into the world systems but the world had nothing to offer him but only god has and God can speak to you. And when he left the Father's house, and there's been many of you that have left the Father's house, let me say this, but God wants to bring you back. You may have thoughts that, that, that right now, that, that are thoughts that are, that are wrong thoughts, but God wants to heal your mind. He wants to transform your mind. He wants to bring to you back to that place where he can, and allow God to deal with your life. Allow him to change your life because he is awesome. And uh, he loves you. And that's important. That's very, very important, the love of God. The well, love I'm, of God. I just think, mate, you've got such a passion, such a fire in your belly. And, uh, you know, I really uh, want to thank you for joining us today on History Makers. Um, I know that um, uh, if people want to be a part of the National Day of Prayer, um, they might have been stirred up today during this interview. So thank you for sharing for that. If, you, if people want to... Um, uh, respond to Norman's call today to come back to God and they'd like to contact him, uh, the website to go to is www.reconciliationandpeace.org. Uh, that's the website for the Centre for International Reconciliation and Peace. And uh, and then the website for the National Day of Prayer is www.nationaldayofprayer.com.au. Uh, Norm, thank you so much for joining us today, mate. I reckon you're a history maker. God bless. Thanks, man. And God bless all those uh, that have listened and uh come back to to the Lord. If you'd like to download this interview, just go to www.historymakersradio.com and also you can make a donation if you'd like. I'm Matt Prater. Have a great week. History Makers.